mean, I was a builder, had my own company, had, you know, 15 employees. I built the lake house for the president of Verizon Wireless. I mean, I was big time, huge construction company, all that stuff going. And to think that a few years later, I'm going to be, you know, transport trucks for 12 years. You can't make that stuff up, but we're doing really well. Welcome to Six Figure Trucker, the podcast where we share advice on how to be successful in trucking and have fun while doing so. We'll share stories, news, and advice on how to earn six figures in trucking, and we'll speak to guys and gals that are already doing so. Let's get to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. And those of you who join us each and every week know that this is a format where we elevate and celebrate the driver. And that doesn't always happen out there in the public, but we do it here because we know what goes into it behind the wheel for those who who drive each and every day for the men and women who make this company go forward and what they do in the big picture for commerce. Uh, Of course, you guys know that work for Norton Transport and those that listen to this program, we don't haul freight, but we move the trucks that do eventually move the freight. And we've got a very, very special guest tonight, not actually a guest, but guests, plural. We have a husband and wife team that travels together moving trucks for us, and they join us now. It is Mark and Michelle Schleier, and how are you guys out there? We are great. Yeah, we're doing really well. We're doing really well. Oh, we're doing fantastic, and uh, Mark and Michelle are joining us, and uh, we were talking about this before we started rolling here. Uh, tell us about the headsets that you're using, because you guys are rolling together, but not in the same vehicle. Is that correct? That is. Um, we use the, the Blue Parrot uh, uh, 350 XT. Um, the, the greatest thing about the, the headsets is that we paid for both of them using the, the uh, points that we get at Love's. So it's a great, you know, $150 investment per set. But when you get them for free from love, that even makes it better. Oh, you sound crystal clear. Michelle, you do too. Awesome. Now, how far apart are you guys from now physically as you're making your journey? I physically uh-huh. as in where am I at and where is she at as we're talking right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Just kind of paint a picture for us. Set the scene here. Oh, okay. Well, the broad scene is because we're, uh, we moved trucks for Norton, things happen. A uh, truck broke down this morning. We had to return it and pick up a second one. And we ended up uh, about three hours late. So we were supposed to be home at this time. We're still uh, in uh, central Virginia on our way home with a, you know, a, a prayer dancer with uh, being able to have two deliveries on Saturday, which is unusual. But both places are going to accommodate. So um, I am actually pacing the hallway in the in the uh, motel. And she is in, in our the room so that there's not... Uh, <laughs> Overlap. Overlap. I, I got you. I got so, you. I just wanted to make yeah. sure. I, I had in my mind kind of a picture of you guys rolling down the road uh, separately, but I see. I got you. So you're in the same location, uh, just uh, one in the room, one out in the hallway. I got you. Yeah, we stopped for the night. It's raining and and bad, wet, nasty weather, so we decided to call it, Might call as it well. an early night. <laughs> Might as well. What part of Virginia are you in now? Um, we're uh, in uh, southern just, Virginia, just outside of Withville. Yeah, uh, Fort Chiswell is what I think it's called near Stillsville. It's the intersection of I seventy seven and eighty one. I coming you. north from Charlotte. Yep. Okay, so are you in the? I'm trying to picture. Eighty one runs up the Shenandoah Valley there, 
Are you in that portion? I'm trying to picture where 77 no, is. No, we came, we actually it's came from Baltimore and drove through the Shenandoah to 81, and then that's about mm-hmm. five hours. We're, we're Southern Virginia. That's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful part of the country right there. It may not be in the rain, but it's a beautiful part of the country. It's gorgeous. I, I, I agree. It was a yeah. spectacular fall. Coming oh, up it's down beautiful. Too. Really, really nice. I guess at this time of year, we're coming to you uh, the week after Thanksgiving that we're recording here. I guess the fall foliage has already happened up in Shenandoah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty much gone it's everywhere. Like, yeah. It looks like winter. <laughs> yeah, winter yeah. is here. Now, tell us about, you said that you were lucky, uh, fortunate, that uh, where you're delivering is open on Saturday? Well, uh, both places actually are going to accommodate. Um, both individuals are going to come in. Uh, two different customers uh, are going to come in and receive it so that uh, we don't. Otherwise, we're either hung out for the weekend, um, which we have to pay for lodging on unless it wasn't, you know, unless it wasn't our fault. But in this case, it was kind of a gray area because we broke down this morning and yet they got us another truck to go with. But still, the end result is we couldn't finish today, which means puts it into Saturday. And both people want their vehicles, which is unusual. Usually, they, if it's a dealership, They'll just tell you, you know, we don't really care. Come see you on Monday, and you're kind of left to figure it out. But mm-hmm. uh, both of them want their truck, so we're we're the blessing, you know. Especially since it's kind of getting into the Christmas season, so everybody wants to get home for Christmas. Every weekend's important during the holidays, so we're going to be able to get home tomorrow, which is which is a blessing. Now, Michelle, yeah. how far apart are your deliveries? Are you guys able to drop in the near location, or uh, how far apart are the deliveries? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I drop in Charlotte, and he drops in Spartanburg, so it's it's only 30, 40 minutes different, so not bad at all. It's close. And that puts you guys pretty close to your home, right? Yes, yes, so then we can get home very quickly, <laughs> so it'll be nice. Now, yeah. Michelle, I wanted to ask you this question. What is it like um, living with Mark and living on the road with Mark? <laughs> most of the time it's pretty good we have our moments but <laughs> um we're not always together in the truck so you know that, that's kind of that kind of helps too i mean we're on the phone a lot so you know we're on our headsets a lot talking so um it's not like we're totally um apart but um but no it works out you know a lot of people say they couldn't do it but you know, for us, it works. I would think, so. Mark or Michelle, uh, being on the road together and being able to talk to each other on those headsets makes the miles go by a lot faster. It does. It really does. Yeah. Either we're talking to each other or, you know, we talk to family members or, you know, and then have to relay what's, what's going on with everybody. And, you know, it's, it does. It, it helps make the miles go for sure. What about for now, you, Mark? Um, yeah, and it's it's kind of funny. We we talk, well, we talk every, I don't know, like every fifteen minutes. Um, you know, a rest area is coming up, or uh, your turn signal is on, or you know, just stuff that that that's related to the trip, or something, you know, really interesting. Um, Michelle is a is a wildlife nut. She'll find a. <laughs> You know, she'll find deer, deer that are that are miles <laughs> off the road that she wonder how in the world she ever saw them. But um, so it's interesting. So there's those kind of calls. Like I'll call her and say, "Oh, did you see the deer?" And she says, "Yeah, I counted eight. And I'm like, "Oh, I saw two. 
<laughs> she, that, that kind of stuff makes it funny. She's got a trained eye, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll or a lot of times you don't see them at all. <laughs> yeah, basically the truth is I, I don't get away with anything is the truth. <laughs> now, do you guys always run together or do you sometimes run separately? How do you plan that as far as, or do you just try to find things, trucks that are going to the same region? How do you, how do you work that plan? Michelle, do you go ahead and answer that? We don't always run together. We do a lot of the time. Um, and then we just, we do look for, um, we try to look for ones going the same place. And our dispatcher, Megan, she's awesome. She she knows we like to run together. And a lot of times she'll be looking for us as well. And she'll give us a call when she knows there's something in an area we like to go to. And let us know that she's got them available and um, see if we want to jump on them. And sometimes Mark wants to do something at the house. So, you know, if he's busy at home, I have taken off and gone long. I'll go out to California on my own and just fly because we have a tow car. So when we go together, we take our tow car and then we can just, you know, take our car off to the next location where we want to pick something up at and just keep going and uh, if we go long, I can't always hook the tow car up, so I just go and then fly back or fly somewhere else to pick something else up. Um, it just kind of depends on, on what Mark's got going on because um, usually I'm the one that'll go off on my own. Occasionally, you know, something comes up. Uh, like I went with one of the grandkids on a field trip to D.C. recently for a week. And he went off on his own I got and, you. and did some trips. So, you know, occasionally it's him. But most of the time, I, I'm kind of the one that goes off on my own if we do. But we try to stay together if we can. Now, I was going to ask so, you about the, the tow car. Uh, traveling together as a married couple, um, how cool is it to have that tow car? Not only to go to your next pickup, but if you want, you're like, let's go to Niagara Falls before we pick up. Yeah, we did that about, oh, really? Really? <laughs> about eight weeks ago. Yeah, we were up and we had delivered some buses up in Canada and we came back down and we we stayed at Niagara Falls. That was my first time there. And yeah, it was awesome. And so, yeah, that's great because we can stay, you know, and check out places that, you know, we want to see. We spent a weekend in um, in British Columbia when we went there and got to check out the sites and so you know because we can pick our loads when we want to and where we want to go so we can we can take that time when we want to have in the car with us so it affords us that and from what i understand michelle you love canada i like a lot of canada yes i think it's gorgeous and there's still some places some areas i'd like to see um, I love over in British Columbia. I think it's just stunning. And we came through um, Alberta and we went and saw Banff and it's just so gorgeous. Now, oh my goodness. Oh, Banff is It was on my bucket list. And you've already done it. Uh, yes. Never thought I'd ever get the chance to see it, but yes, did I, you, I have seen it. Did and you get a chance to go to the park there in Banff? We went around the hotel. That was always my bucket list to see the hotel. Okay. 
And so we went to the hotel. We went to Lake Louise. Lake Louise? Yes, Lake Louise. Yes, Lake Louise. Oh, my gosh. That looks like something out of a fairy tale. Glacier. Glacier. It's so pristine and just so unreal. It, It really doesn't even look real. It's so, so gorgeous. You can't even explain it. Paint a picture for us. Describe it for us. What's it like? The water is just so blue and just so clear. You can just see everything. And it, it just, it literally looks like you could see fairy tale creatures coming out. You know, it's, it's oh, it's just stunning. It's, it's so breathtaking. It, you just, you just could sit there and just stare, you know, for hours. It's, it's so amazing. Mark, what is so it like? Amazing. What is it like for you, Mark, to um, be able to take a truck? Let's say it's um, a, a tractor, or a sleeper, or whatever type of truck. Make your delivery, have that car there, and be able to go and see the type of places that, that uh, Michelle just described, just these uh, majestic places, and be able to do that with so much liberty and freedom with your wife. What's that like? It's, it's, it's pretty special. Um, it's not as easy, though, and it doesn't happen as often as we'd like because there's always the next delivery and there's always pressure to get done. And there's, you know, places aren't open on weekends, like with the exception of this weekend. So there's always, well, we can stop, but then we're going to get hung up over the weekend because we've got to get there by Friday. And so we don't, oftentimes we find ourselves, um, we keep moving. Um, but when we when we know we're going to place like out to Victoria Island or uh, driving back through Alberta, Saskatchewan, all that area, we, we plan it. So when you know you're going to go someplace, um, then you're able to do it. We have picked up, I think we've hit probably nine or ten different national parks, you know, in out in Montana and South Dakota and places you just don't normally travel. But we're able to pull our trucks off or buses off or motorhomes off. And that, that's really the special part, um, to, to be able to pick up the places that you don't really plan on going to. I mean, the Bamps and the Lake Louise and Victoria Island are all destinations. But I tell you what, for the folks, and I, I was talking to Megan last week, and she said that she doesn't have a lot of people that actually have tow cars, uh, which I was shocked with because, um, you know, it's only a, uh, you know, you buy a $2,000 car and there's $1,500 worth of all the different hookups and things. But well, once you have that, you're just free to go any and everywhere, and it opens up a whole new world for the discovery of the type of things like, you know, you've been asking us about that you that you just wouldn't, you know, be able to do. Like, you know, Field of Dreams in Iowa, stuff that, that you know, you would never make a trip there, but when you have a tow vehicle and you're driving between Illinois and Iowa, you can pop in and, and you know, visit these different places that, you, you know, you typically you wouldn't be able to. I mean, when the schedule permits, it's the it's the best of both worlds. You're saving money and taking in some great sights. And you know, Mark, you made me uh, think about one thing. It's like you know, a lot of places, South Dakota, North Dakota, um, some of those other areas you were talking about, Canada, uh, different parts of Canada, are not necessarily uh, destinations for singles drivers because of the fact of how do how am I going to get out of this remote location. But man, when you got a car behind you, not a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's and it's profitability. You're coming back. We try to limit our we try to limit our deadheads, um, which is when you're when you're driving your car and not getting paid. And I mean, this past week we had very little 
Um, and we ended up probably combined driving or individually driving a right at 22, 2300 miles. And we only are going to end up having driven the car probably a total of six hours. Whereas that, 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 that six hours of, of having to run the car between loads and like 24 hours of getting paid to drive. So that's the other factor. And then when it's because we're a couple, whether you're a husband and wife or brothers or however you get two people to do it, we had a, actually we had Michelle's brother-in-law with us. Um, he started and we trained him a few, um, got him started a, a, a month or two ago. And then you had three people and you split up that deadhead driving with two or three different people. You're able to take a nap. You're able to get caught up on your phone. You're able to talk to your kids or shop for Christmas. And so it's, it becomes a valuable time because you can drive and you can also rest, which gets you ready for that next load. Whereas if you're single, you know, doing it, it'd still be kind of beneficial. But um, anyway. That's fantastic. So you guys just came out of Canada. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we left High Point, went up to Ontario. Ontario delivered, drove five hours over to um, uh, Obreon, uh in Montreal picked up, delivered down in Lancaster, PA, mm-hmm. picked up in Lancaster, PA, went over to uh, uh, New Jersey near Glassboro, picked up another vehicle, and then drove as far as back here to Whitfield. Gotcha. So amazing how four or five days fly by. But Absolutely. Yep. Anyway, yes. Now, <laughs> Michelle, you guys are, I, I guess I, I will let you speak to it, but uh, in some ways still sort of in the um, the newlywed part of your uh marriage there you guys have not been together too long is that right yeah uh about well we had our first anniversary in july so we got married in july a year ago okay and we've been together about two years so yeah yeah it's still pretty well newlywed stage for sure did you envision Uh, this when you met um, not right away, but it wasn't too long after he started talking to me about what he did. And I was really kind of disillusioned with my job at the time. Um, after 15 years and after the whole COVID thing, um, you know, it just, I was kind of burned out with the insurance uh, field at the time. So I was really not into, I wasn't enjoying getting up and going to work in the morning like I used to. And, um, Mark was telling me about all these places that he was going and, and, you know, flying back and I love flying. So, you know, that excited me too. And, you know, it just, I started asking questions and things and, and I, I wanted to know how hard it was to get a CDL. And, you know, the more things I asked, he said, are you really that interested in all this? And I said, yes, I am. (laughs) And um, he said, would you consider, you know, doing that? And I said, I think I would. And um, so he had a a rather large motorhome at the time. So he took it out and had me drive it. And I did very well with it. So um, we went ahead and signed me up for CDL class. And I took it and got my CDL. And we signed on. And, 
you know, started and the rest of history. It's just been, it's been a ride for sure. So I've loved, I've loved it. It's a great story. You guys are writing together, uh, the history you've made Mm -hmm. there and how, what was the level of difficulty to get your CDL for you personally? Um, it was a little nerve wracking for me because I never had driven anything very large before and different things. You know, I hated parallel parking. Of course, that was part of it. Um, you know, just certain things I was, I was a little bit nervous about, you know, I, I did it in a big school bus and I was a little bit nervous throughout, but, you know, we had a small class and a good group and, so it really wasn't too bad once I really got started with it. Um, I just have my, um, I don't have my class A, so I don't have the big semi and all. But, you know, I do, I have my class B, so I'm really comfortable with it. I never thought I would be, but, you know, I drive these 40-foot motorhomes and um, I've driven a concrete mixer and a garbage truck and you know, my family all thought I was nuts when I said I was going to do this. My kids are like, what are you thinking? Like <laughs> are you lost crazy? Have you lost your mind? You know, they're thinking I, they, they might need to commit me or something. And and my mother's thinking, oh, my gosh, what in the world got into you? And, you know, they just could not believe what I was doing. But, you know, the more I've done it, you know, and I talk about it and I post pictures on Facebook where I've been and I send them pictures about different things that I'm driving and and how much I love it. And yeah, my brother got wind of it. And of course, he worked for the state. So he's had a CDL for years. But um, yeah, he went and he's, he got signed on with Norton and he's been driving for the last month or so. And it, it's just, it's been a, a blast. And, you know, I just think it's great. Of course, I've had it a little easier than most people, too, because I've had Mark. So, you know, working with law books and different things that some people get hung up on, you know, I've had him right there to help me, where a lot of people don't have, you know, a person to help them. <laughs> I do. That's so awesome. That's awesome. That, that helps a lot. But <laughs> Now, you guys listening out there probably have picked up from what Michelle alluded to. Mark is no stranger to driving. Mark, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, you, you've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. Uh, my uh, professional training and education is, uh, is in construction. And I had a construction company in Hartwell, Georgia, for 15 years. And I had one of my customers was the school bus a trainer instructor, and uh, one day I was at his house working with him. Like you know, I was complaining about ridiculously high insurance costs. I had five kids, and you know, twelve hundred dollars, you know, a month medical cost back in the in the nineties. And he pulled me aside and said, "Look, if you come and do a drive a school bus for us, um, you know, you get free medical, and you know, two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, you got your." your own company so you could easily do that and here he talked me into getting a, a getting a school bus class b which i did um which is what kind of got me into well then the economy went to heck and i ended up uh using that along with a security type um background i have and, and ended up being a transporter for the immigration hauling illegal immigrants and uh, you know, big 50 foot buses all over the united states 
And then that led to going back to college to finish my degree. And North Georgia College had a driving school. And when I was fully enrolled, I asked them what it would cost to go ahead and come, you know, get my class A. And they said it would be free because you're a full, you know, you're full, um, full-time enrolled student. So I went back and did that, took about two weeks and got my class A. And then the economy really got bad in 08 and pretty much had to close the company down and ended up uh, going to North Dakota and drove in the oil fields for um, a few months. And then that was horrible, very cold up in North Dakota mm-hmm. and uh, hard, difficult work. Um, anyway, then got an opportunity with uh, auto truck to haul a Freightliner and Western Star. So I did that, got on with them and did that for 12 years. Uh, and then so excited because we were uh, just met Michelle and we were about to um, get married and sell a house. And so I thought I was going to be hanging up the, the driving forever. And lo and behold, Michelle gets all excited and interested and <laughs> kind of put us right back into doing it and <laughs> in a different way, which is kind of exciting. But um whole lot easier than driving the the three and four way combinations that are 97 feet long and also having her not having to be gone away from the house and family for so much having your family with you makes a huge difference isn't that cool i mean you just never know what what road no pun intended life's going to throw to you and how you handle it and for you guys it was it seems like a natural progression but i guess when uh, i don't want to put words in your mouth but i guess you didn't see it coming with michelle from when you met her and when you guys moved further in your uh, relationship but uh did you do a a lot of uh selling of the profession or did she naturally become attracted to it no actually there was a it was kind of a family mission uh checking her sanity because it, Nobody thought she was going to do it. They all thought she was a horrible driver and scary, and um, she's never driven in snow. Being in North Carolina, she hates it. She never drives when it's scary at all, and she's, you know, she is an excellent, crazy, safe driver, but her children were like, there's no way she's going to do this, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think she's going to do it either, and man, she jumped right in. She's like, I'm quitting my job. I'm doing this. We're, you know, let's pay for the school. I'm like, okay, and and bang, she did it. And, you know, she flies to Oshkosh, Wisconsin and gets these massive all-wheel drive concrete mixers and drives them to Utah. And it's just, she is the, she is the energy, the entrepreneur that, that is the reason that we're successful and that, that I am still doing this because without her and this combination, I was done. I, I, I mean, I had 12 years, 130,000 miles a year. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot being gone for. Um, I'm trying to think I used to have, uh, I used to have 250 nights in a motel a year. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Mm. That's, that's, that's gone a lot. So with her, she's able to kind of take the lead and, and figure out what we're doing, what we're doing, where we're going. She senses when I've had enough and I'm, I'm ready to, to get away from it. Some, I'm kind of a, an intense person and, um, she senses it and she says, you know what? We've got these three runs to do this next week. I'm just going to do it. Why don't you just stay home, you know, go see your kids or, or get busy building something and boom. And then she'll just go off and I'm able to detox and she ramps it up and keeps, you know, keeps the cash flow going and has, you know, Megan and all the other people there happy because she's continuing to work. If I'm hearing what you're saying, she's your Red Bull energy drink. Oh, she, <laughs> yeah. And she's, um, <laughs> 
and you hear her laughing. I mean, she is, she is the funniest person. She laughs constantly. She'll, she'll walk into the wall or she'll walk into the sliding glass door and she'll just not be like, Oh my God, I'd be so angry. I'd punch something. She just laughs. I'm like, what happened? She's like, Oh, I just ran into the door. I'm like, that's not normal. People don't la- listen to her. People don't laugh at every, you know what? She's going to live to be a hundred because stuff doesn't bother her. And she quickly kind of gets you back in, in reality of living, loving, peace, all that stuff. Lighten up. There you Gotta go. Chill. Got to chill out. Water off a duck's back right there. Now, Michelle, how, how rewarding has it been for you? I mean, we know you love to travel, to be able to do it with your husband and for a lot of the expenses to be paid for or you're getting paid while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. How rewarding is that? Oh, my gosh. That makes it even even better. <laughs> Who would think, you know, that you get to see all the things that you've always wanted to see and and do that, you know, and get paid to do it. It's It's just the best of both worlds. I mean, it's, I've told so many people that ask me about, you know, well, what do you do? And, and I just, I get so excited when I tell them. And when we go to drop off vehicles and things, people ask me about it and I get, I just get really excited about it. And I tell them, you know, how great it is. And they're like, oh, wow. You know, I, that sounds like something I might want to do when I, when I quit this job or, you know, and it just, they just really get all excited too. And they're like, wow, gosh, I didn't know it was anything like that. And I oh, didn't brother, know. Your brother's a great example. a job that. like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your brother said, oh, there's no way I would have done it. you crazy. And man, oh, yeah. after a year of it, and now he's out there loving it, and he's about to get his wife a CDL. Yeah, my sister-in-law yeah, is going to go get her CDL. And she's so excited. She can't wait either. You guys are an investment for Norton Transport that keeps paying dividends there. <laughs> what are we up to four people here now? You guys just keep recruiting them. What would your advice seriously be, Mark or Michelle or both, for someone who's considering moving into driveway transport that has no knowledge of it in the background, but uh, if there's something they want uh, you know, to cross that bridge, what would your advice be? I would just say go for it. I mean, I had not a bit of knowledge about it. And I didn't even know there was jobs like this available. I had no inkling that there was anything like this. And you just have to do it. You just have to bite the bullet and just get your CDL and just talk to people that have them and, you know, learn what you can, get your understanding about your logs and know what you're doing there. And I would you know, recommend getting a tow car so you could do things. You know, it's a lot easier than trying to get flights and buses and Ubers and all that stuff. I mean, yes, yes, saving the money. And, you know, that that could come later if you can't afford it right away. Um, But there's so much out there and, you know, you can pick where you want to go and you can connect. I said, it's like a puzzle. That's how Mm -hmm. I I explained it to my sister-in-law. I said, it's like a puzzle. You look at that load board and you pick your, where you want to start, where you want to go and how close you can get something else to go to the next place. And, you know, it's like connecting the dots Mm -hmm. and exactly, you know, you just go get out there and you just keep going. And it's, 
It's just super easy. And and there's so many other things you can do to save money. And, you know, it's you do the apps and different things. I have so many apps that I do to save money. And um, it's very doable. And it, it's, you know, anybody can do it. Gotcha. If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> there you That's go. That's what I say. Because like Mark said, I never would drive in snow, ever, 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 ever. And, you know, I lived in the mountains in North Carolina. Never would I ever drive in the snow. And I uh, never drove anything very big. And now I'm doing both. And yep. I would have told anybody two years ago that you're crazy if you ever thought I'd be driving and doing these things today. Now you're driving motor but here I am. and cement mixers. Absolutely. <laughs> Mark, we just wanted to tap into your knowledge, Mark. I mean, from being on the road so long um, in driving all types of trucks, what would your counsel be to someone who may be considering moving into driveway? Well, we, you know, when you asked the other question and Michelle um, started talking about it, um, I, I, very quickly, um, Megan and Tricia, our dispatchers, um, came into mind because we struggled in with having the three different companies we decided, actually four different companies we decided we were going to go with, and it really didn't start clicking and uh, meld together until um, Megan became our dispatcher and we started communicating more and Wait, they they just are incredible, and the company is great in minimizing the risk and minimizing the fear and helping you. You know, well, if you'll do this one, I can help you get this other load, and then you can do a bus over. In other words, all those different things helps build that confidence, and you know, and and putting this huge, massive puzzle that Michelle described help put it together and simplify it. For for me personally, you know, I, I, going back prior to getting my school bus thing, I mean, I was a builder, had my own company, had, you know, 15 employees. I built the lake house for the president of Verizon Wireless. I mean, I was I was big time, huge construction company, all that stuff going. And to think that a few years later, I'm going to be driving a prison bus and then I'm going to be in the oil field and then I'm going to, you know, transport trucks for 12 years. You don't you don't really you can't make that stuff up, but once you're in it and you see the opportunity, um, you know, and here's another amazing thing that it, it, there's got to be an incredible curiosity about it because three, four times a week, and Michelle can verify this, people will come up to us and be like, oh my God, you can tow your car behind this and how do you do this? And you can make this work. I mean, so many people don't know about it. Just getting something out there, showing the, a larger portion of the population stuff like this is, is available and you can do it would, would be helpful too, I think. You've been listening to the fascinating story of Mark and Michelle Schleyer here on the Six Figure Trucker, brought to you by Norton Transport. Uh, a couple that met, have been together for about two years ago. They ride on the road together. They spend their lives together on and off the road. They have a tow-behind car. They've been able to see fascinating places, uh, very interesting places, and they have been able to have the road just fold out, unfold out in front of them but you have not heard all of the story of the Schliers. What you have heard has been fascinating, but it's even more compelling. However, you'll have to wait until next week to hear the rest of. It's something you won't believe about the Schliers, but you've got to join us next week to hear the rest of it. Mark and Michelle, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, thanks for making such a, an intriguing 
episode here on the Six Figure Trucker. And uh, again, be safe out there as you uh, make your way back home. Thank you, John, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Six Figure Trucker is brought to you by Norton Transport. Norton Transport is a drive-away trucking company that customers can rely on. It offers excellent independent contract driving opportunities to professional, courteous, and qualified drivers that can provide the kind of service we deliver. If you're interested in learning more about Norton or just want to subscribe to the show, check out 6-figuretrucker.com. That's 6-figuretrucker.com.